Welcome to Ali Talks, the platform for podcasts and videos to explore spirituality in your daily life. Simple and easy. Join the movement and go to Ali.vision. Hello and welcome to our weekly Energy Shot podcast. We are Matt Taylor and Nicola Yana, and we have decided to produce this podcast series in order to give you a weekly astrological update from Matt and Energy Shots, which will also include wisdom, healing, practical coaching tips, and some crystal transmission from myself for your day-to-day life. In order for you to link up to the higher realms of energies and to bring guidance to your very unique soul purpose path. So this week is a, our beautiful week with the full moon and with the pink full moon, Matt. How is it going with our pink full moon energy that is all Oh, I know. We're going to change the order in which I wrote things in order oh, to sorry. that. Yeah, that's all right. It's all about changing order. In fact, that was my first point, but we'll come to it later. <laughs> <laughs> we're so with the energy we're doing it even as we produce it all right so i'm going to start with the full moon and um mars because they're a little bit related all right mm. so we are in the month of taurus and the full moon always appears in its opposite sign on the chart so you count around six signs and that's where the full moon will always appear appear so always with Taurus it's a full moon in Scorpio okay so um you can't so it's very odd because in conventional astrology they're saying it's a month of Aries but then they say it's a full moon of Scorpio so they make no sense at all you have to listen to this podcast to get the correct astrology or a Kabbalistic astrologer if you if you if you don't like me Right. So this is why we make sense, right? Because actually we we are aligned with the whole program. So so full moon in Scorpio. Taurus always represents physicality, right? This is the the sign in, you know, when we're talking about world astrology, we look to um, Taurus for about physicality. It can go into real estate, environment and the physical body or anything that you make physical, either through patterns or routines, you know, that you build. In the age of Taurus is when human beings started civilization, right? We came out of nomadic, right? In the previous age, which was the age of Gemini, was all about creating the tools or getting the information and the learnings that led us to civilization, such as, you know, wheels and fires and things like this, right? So, so this is the, um, this is the, the, when we're in the age of Taurus, where, you know, civilization. So lots of things with construction and building and, you know, body and physicality, material, money, all this sort of stuff, right? So Scorpio, is the, more or less the direct opposite, right? As each sign, six signs apart are. So Scorpio is about the metaphysical. Anybody born as a Scorpio is all about the psychology of something, the taboo of something, the sexuality, the spirituality, what's hidden in the dark corners, how do you turn darkness into light, or the pains, all of the all, all of this more metaphysical sort of consciousness. So whenever we have a, a full moon, we're already experiencing the direct opposite to the sign that we're in. So this is what makes full moon so like, I don't know, cathartic, if you want to use that word, is because whatever sign we're in, we get this moon energy that comes in and just sort of gives us the 
necessary opposite for balance. So, so here in the full moon of Scorpio, we're really talking about what's the, the loss or the death or the rebirthing or the grieving or the pain that impacts our material reality. These are all the Scorpio things. Now, what do they both have in common? That's what we look for. What a Scorpio can't do and what a Taurus can't do is they can't let go. Um, Scorpio holds all of the emotions. It holds all of the, the tortures and the pains and the deaths and the, all that sort of like dark things. They, they bury it in their bones and they live from it. Like it's like, you know, <laughs> very twisted creatures, right? Taurians can't let go of the physical reality. Right, you can't take away the things that are comfortable that they can see. Right, you can't take away their finances or their home or their job or their job title. Anything that's physical, they they don't move forward from. Like it's a big, big leap. That in fact they don't move. They just get pushed from moving forward. Right. So here we know that this already this moon is about letting go, not holding. Right. It's about purging or releasing or rebirthing in some way. So here in this month, we also have a pink moon, pink moons, red moons, all of this sort of thing, you know, a phenomenon that we, we know means something. What it means is it's heating up judgment. Now, judgment is a, red, a left column energy, which is red, right? It represents fire right? And this is judgment. This is judgment area. So this is means that anywhere where we haven't let go of, or we're holding on to, or we want to possess, or we emotionally, you know, just live from this torture, or we physically live in things that we're just comfortable with, the security of it all particularly is up for grabs. So here, I mean, I think we've talked on this podcast many times about, you know, um, you know, really moving forward with your money, you know, finding new ways of getting financial income, letting go of old emotions, really. We've talked about all this up until this point a lot of times in many different ways. So if, you know, so here it really is the setting the um, what my teacher calls is a full moon is actually the realization or the full fulfillment of that. So the next two weeks are about the manifestation of all the areas we haven't yet purged, let go, transformed, um, still holding on to something old, right? Painful. It's yeah. not. It's not good. Now Mars, when when the moon is red, Mars as an energy gets augmented mm. because Mars rules the judgments, and it's a red planet, right? So. Today, Mars goes into a new sign. It goes into Cancer, which is the home, the mother, the nurturing, the caring, feelings, intuitions, sensitivities. So really, what or the country. Mm. <laughs> so really watch what is it that I'm angry with or frustrated with, or holding on to, or not letting go with about all of those things. It could be your nationality, it could be the country that you live in, it could be something with your mother, it could have been the way you were nurtured as a child, it could be the way that you didn't get a certain care. It's very maternal. It'll come through the maternal energy because nations are mothers, right? Nations are people, 
right? So look for this collective sort of frustration in your country or alternatively deep rooted in your psyche about the ways that you nurture yourself, care for yourself, or the emotional movies that you hold on to because you know you never got emotionally supported in some way. This is going to be very, very big over the next two weeks. There'll be tears before bedtime. <laughs> what a lovely <laughs> prediction. So now we're yeah. ending the podcast. No, no. <laughs> I suspect. It's- it's really funny because Matt and I are always speaking a little bit before our podcast. And I said to him, what's going on with this full moon and what is it with Mars? Because what I knew um, yesterday, I had to get um, a bracelet for with um, some red corals and red corals are clearing the Mars line in um, from an energetic point of view, which is really ideal to wear red corals. And I just knew yesterday that I needed those red corals and I didn't know why. I was like, why do I need that so badly? So I called the lady that is always, it's by the way, at Mool Malas um, on Instagram. She's doing an amazing job with those malas. And she is providing me a weekly mala for the week's energies. So I have all the downloads I need, which is an amazing support when you're working like we do, like Matt and I do. Matt has also one mala from her, an amber one. And it's but like she doesn't know I have. <laughs> she does. Oh, does she? Oh, of course she does. I told oh, her. Okay, well, that's yeah, exciting. I told her that I found you. <laughs> okay, I've yeah. been found. I like and, it. Yeah, and um, yeah, and what's really fascinating is she she's she did the, she was like yeah it's already here it's it's in the pipeline the the corals were already speaking to me so um. If you feel which, like you want I to do... Which I think is cute because it's very it's Age so of Aquarius, cute, no? isn't it? Oh, I've uploaded yeah. your download and I'm yeah. already onto it and I've got it in the quantum. Yeah, It's so <laughs> cool. And it's um, like if anybody of you wants to get some support in any way, uh, what you can do for the, those next two weeks is you wear uh, corals on your physical body. And um, while doing that, uh, the, the Mars line from your natal chart is being like cleared uh, through the corals, which is a really, really big support, I feel. And I felt deeply that I needed that one. And I'm also wearing amethyst at the moment, which is uh, something I never do. I wear um, an amethyst um, bracelet and usually also when I leave the house, a ring which is something I usually never do, but this is like the, 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 the Mars is, Mars is Aries, right? Or Scorpio. Or Scorpio. Oh, yeah, that's why we're getting a double bang of emotional twisted oh. pains coming up with that and, makes, and probably. Oh, thank you for that explanation. You see, I'm no, not an astrologer. Yes. <laughs> As you can but you're, you're good with energy, darling. So I'm just giving least. you the framework yeah, of what you were already least. feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I really feel um, corals and amethysts yeah. are really yeah. currently the thing that you should be wearing, if anything, supportive. I agree. I agree. I love that. I love that. Anything that helps soothe emotions. One of the things, I mean, I, I'm not 
a great one for talking about like what sessions I do and all of that. But, you know, and people will find me when they find me. But one of the things that I do is rebirthing where I take the soul yeah. back into the womb. And I think that this, I've been doing it with my coaching clients starting this week. I'm going to be working through them all over the next two weeks. I see them on a fortnightly basis. So, you know, I, if you don't see me, I, I, I really recommend that you get a rebirthing. It doesn't have to be within the next two weeks, but you're going to feel things that this, this, kind of ancestry family constellations rebirth and stuff is really good so if you're at a point where you're like I need something to diffuse all of this then you know come and come and do that that's what I recommend um, because it's going to be intense and also we are in the period always during the month of Taurus there is less light in the system anyway there's less regulation there's less like endorphins in the system it lifts up and makes us feel things even more so this, the, the whole idea in the machinations of a full moon Scorpio is to make us feel our reactive system and what we're holding in the deeper bones of our reactive system even more. It's intense up and, you know, every year Taurus is intense around the full moon for these reasons, for the emotional reasons. But being a pink moon and with Mars in Cancer only, only exacerbates and augments all of that even more. Very fascinating. What I feel is like it's it's we speak about this since January. I know I'm repeating myself. I get it. But it's a very physical year again. And especially at the moment, I feel the the vagus nervous system of the physical body is really being um, pushed to its limits. So if you feel like you're more stressed, you're more emotional, you're having um, more intense reactions on situations. If you're feeling like you have um, less control as well um, over how you react in situations, I feel it would be really, 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 really beneficial if you do the next two weeks breath of fire. Keep it like for three minutes, three times a day. You can YouTube, go on YouTube, type in breath of fire, Kundalini yoga, and then do that breath work just during those two weeks. And you will have an amazing result. I promise like all my clients, all my friends, like everybody needs to do breath of fire because most of the people do not have enough pranic resistance. And when you do not have enough prana, which is prana is breath it's it's an indian word sanskrit and it means breath but what it what it basically is is in our physical body in the back in our back in the middle of the physical of the spine there is the pranic reserves it's like you can think of it like a bank with um, breath stored in this bank and the more breath you have stored within this pranic center the easier it is to react on situations and to interact with your with everything that is um, pushed upon you um, with more ease and grace and your your vagus nervous system is more calm and through that the stress is not palpable on the physical body that means you do not feel the emotions you do not get like uh, pushed from one side to the other but you're like more centered and this is really like if you've never done something like that now you should do it like do it please 
you have to. Yeah, it's, it's got that intensity about it where really like um, modulating your energy and it's, it, it releasing old stuff is, is very going to be even stronger. There's a lot of healing pushes in the ear, but this is a point, no? Yeah. It's a definite point of that. Okay, cool. So loads of tools there for people to think about, either jump in with me or do those things that Nicole said on uh, with the breath of fire and the crystals and stuff like that. Very important. Okay. So here we are moving, since you sort of talked a little bit about being kind of in the body here, which is a lot of Taurus, we have, um, well, five, more than five things happening in Taurus, but five key things with the sun in Taurus, Mercury in Taurus, Venus in Taurus, Uranus in Taurus, in the lunar cycle of Taurus. So wacky do, we are in the body. <laughs> <laughs> we are definitely in the body mm. all right so here what we see in the chart is this week is that particularly with the three uranus mercury and venus now uranus and mercury are like mercury is like the little sister to uranus right every inside planet has a big brother or big sister ex out of planet yes so mercury and venus are the resonances Mercury being our more mind and thought and speech, and Uranus being more our consciousness and, and shifting in the in the wisdom. Yes. Mm -hmm. So thought, wisdom, yes, are the two energies of Mercury and um Uranus. Now here also playing in there is Venus, which is um about relationships or um physicality the way people think of me the way people see me my image um it could be money it could be balance it could be harmony it could be um all of those things right is what venus is it also has an aspect of healing in it so here what we see is that that, that we're getting like um some kind of shaking up this is what uranus and mercury do they shake things up they're they're little tricksters, right? They move in suddenly and move things around, right? Very, very quick movers. They're the agile two planets and they come and shake a little things up and make them, you know, not too sedentary. Where Taurus loves things sedentary. Okay. Taurus loves, as I said before, civilizations, bodies, comforts, all of that, where we root and where we build and all of that. Right? So they're they're completely at odds with each other. They, they, if you had if you had two mad aunts at a party, you would be a Taurian party with, with the mad aunts of Uranus and Mercury, right? completely not suited to what's going on. So here, how do we blend all of this together? Because Venus rules Taurus. So Venus is very comfortable in Taurus. It loves it. It's very at home. It's got legs up and everything like that, having a cigarette, like enjoying the meal, <laughs> right? So, <laughs> so we're shaping up or we're updating in sudden ways things that we're comfortable with in terms of relationships, resources, balance, harmony or healing any of those things are now being moved well how do i think about relationships what is my consciousness with money um well, what's my thoughts about balance and harmony how what am i consciousness for healing my body all of these things right are being shifted on the day on the moment right so old things that you thought about the relationships could change could be gone and there'll be 
new ways that relationships will show up, new ways in which your finances will shift and turn, new ways you'll think about um, updating the way that you heal yourself. Just particularly on healing yourself, there's a lot of more natural medicinal things happening in the chart this year. So it could be that we you know, now think of more, of more natural things. In the relationships, it's not so transactional, you know, because you lived me, I, because we know each other, because we've been hanging out for five years, because you did this for me one day and I did this for you, we're gonna have a whole relationship based on it, right? All transactional body love, right? It's more about, um, are you my soulmate? Or are, do we connect? Or have we got a spiritual journey together, right? And with finances, it could be, but I, this is the way I earn my finances and it's in this way. And now I want all these skills to come out and I want to earn money in many, many different ways. So I'm more interested in other things about money than I used to be, or I'm changing the way I use it or, you know, so the whole thing really there for, especially now for the next mm, few days, especially over the full moon, <laughs> is all purging out and shifting crazy nuts yeah it is and you know i i remember <laughs> you said in a podcast like a couple of weeks ago you always used to say uranus is thinking outside the box and like what i i really love this planet i feel so I, I love this thinking outside the box aspect of the of the situation, even though I'm Taurus and I'm always like my first when you speak about things like that, my first thought pattern is always, oh, my God, change again. <laughs> and then I'm like, yeah, but it's good. And, you know, because but even I'm the way you said thought is pattern, right? That's yes. Taurus pattern. By yes, thought pattern is so this, but we didn't have thought abstract thought is not there it's right so like funny no <laughs> it's even in your linguistics <laughs> it is. It is. and it's in like in my every cell and I <laughs> what I feel so funny is I got used to like get the the openness to like mm. not go into scarcity mm. but my the basic structure of my behavior is still there so I will be booking that rebirthing thing with you. Right. <laughs> I want right. that. Maybe Let's I can get it. rid of that one. Because <laughs> I really feel that like, you know, having the possibility to find those very deep underlying um, thought patterns in your mind, in your, in your, also in your um, behavior, which is also the mind in, in the widest form. And, um, in the subconscious realms, I feel it's like so cool to be able to like really get lifted out of there just because the energy is opened up for that change. And yes. yeah, we're moving into very um, beyond logic, non-physical things. Yeah. And then the things that were beyond logic and non-tangible is coming into tangible. Is there, the whole thing is flipping around into you know, what we could never see is now we see and what we don't see is gone. You know, the whole thing is a flip. Um, and, you know, is, if you add on that, that we just had a 200 year earth cycle of Taurus and Virgo and Capricorn energies, 
that's all we sort of were really founded on. We just flipped in December to the air cycle, which is Uranus and Mercury kind of planets along with Aquarius, Gemini, Libra, which is all in the abstract head. Yes, thoughts and all of that. Even all of that is like flipping around, like form is going formless and formlessness is coming into form. So, you know, that that as a concept is going to be, you know, continuing. Yeah, yeah and I, just, I mean, even even what we're talking about is beyond logic because we can't see it yet, you know. But yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I tend to we, forget that we, we we sort of get it, but we have can't see it, right? It's like mm-hmm. a, yeah, a thing. But good, okay. So that's that. Now, what I want to add into this Mercury, Venus, um, Uranus sort of twist on on you know, going more abstract, more out of the box, more um, flashes of brilliance in in kind of, you know, these Venus and Taurus areas, is that Pallas Athena is in a trine. And Pallas Athena is an asteroid, a goddess asteroid, much like yourself, Nicole. Oh, my I God. <laughs> I just wanted to say I love Pallas Athena. I'm having love. such a deep relationship with her. You and should. I know that. <laughs> if you like Uranus and Mercury, you'll love Pallas Athena because she's the asteroid for all of this stuff. She, oh, she's, really? Yeah, she's, oh, she's like that. the asteroid of all this. Then now she's coming in with more energy of out-of-the-box ideas, flashes of brilliance, mm-hmm. new consciousness, um, particularly around relationships, love and healing. So, you know, all of that sort of stuff is, is so like, so like there. Um, and it, the nice thing about it is it's a trine and trines are when things, the energy flows smoothly. So, you know, concepts and abstracts and brilliance and downloads and all of those family of words that, you know, we were just talking about actually before the, before the podcast, right? Upload your download and I've got it uploaded. And, yeah, all of that. But all, all of that is so abstract. We can never get our head around it, right? But it's a trine, so it flows through our mind. It flows through much more easily. Like it's just like so easily. It's not like um, a kind of clunky head sort of pain stretching my brain out energy. It's flowing through. So let new ideas, new ways, new new thoughts, new consciousness, new realizations, new flashes of brilliance, downloads, whatever is coming through into your brain. Let it come through, write it down, or I don't know however you express your that sort of thing could be more creatively than me. But whatever it is, then let it just come through and really start to, while we're still in the month of Taurus, really start to bring it down into the solidified form. If you can manage that, that takes a lot of heat out. It helps you move forward. There's still all the emotional stuff that will still need to happen. That's different. But in terms of moving forward, not going in and dealing with old, but this is a more forward energy. It's really fascinating because while you were talking, I had some downloads coming in about Pallas Athena and I feel to speak about them. Um, the, the, the reason why I, I even wrote a poem for Pallas Athena because I love her so deeply and the, what she does what she does is um, she's in the in the Greek myth, mythodo, mythology yes. that's yes, mythology yeah, that's mythology. right um, the the Hestas were uh, ladies with um, the fire and what I feel is really really beautiful. I have a little Hesta statue. I will 
put it up on our Instagram so you can see it. And um, I have her on my Uranus line in my house. Yeah. There, she's, she's like hanging out there. And um, on my natal chart, Uranus line, I have to say. And um, what I really feel it, what she's doing is she's bringing this, like the, the Hestas were, were a kind of a, a, a tribe of women, um, which were in Greece and they had temples and young men would um, go to the Hestas and they would introduce them into the, into the play of love and of physical love as well and sex. And, but, but what they did is they were introducing them to the energy of the Shakti, to the female uh, creative energy and how to maneuver this energy in a physical body, in their own physical body, and after that in a women's physical body which i think is really forward thinking if you yes no yeah. it's it's feminine wisdom isn't it it is, it is so deep yes. and w when you were speaking about this um trine of palace athena um and especially when you came into the in, in the, the relationship and the new ways what i really feel is um maybe we're finding new ways of creations because what it basic, what the Shakti energy, the, the female creation energy basically is, is um, the energy that is able to have the masculine idea, which is brought in uh, by the Mercury, uh, Venus, Uranus um, situation. There are new ideas, new drops. And, but the, this Palace Athena has the fire and the, the ability to m create the ideas, really, to put them into creation and to basically manifest them as well. Because mm. what is manifestation? It's a masculine idea, which is brought on a feminine field. And then um, the, the cells, the, 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 the physicality is creating mm. that into a, real, to a reality. So... Mm. Um, if you feel guided towards that, um, you might have um, some some very interesting uh, results when you're connecting with Pallas Athena or with the Hestas. Like that, you can like in a meditation, for example, you can go into um, into those fields and really connect with them and ask for guidance. And I'm I'm pretty sure. Um, because my guidance that I got when I wrote that beautiful poem, like everything positive after that happens. And it's like, mm. really, they're very, very, very powerful energetic fields. Exactly. Exactly. I like it. Very good. Now, next bit um, is Sun, Vesta and Astria. So um, there are, Sun is in Taurus. Vesta is in uh, Virgo and Astria is in Capricorn. Now those three signs are earth signs. And so when we have three things at the same degree in those things, we make it a trine, right? It's a little triangle in the chart. So they all connect. And as I said before, trines are very easily flowing energy. The sun is where something is illuminated, right? Astria is karma breaking. And um, what else did I say? Vesta. Vesta. Vesta is my 
investor is the point of focus or a dedication or where I'm of service. So here, um, investor in Virgo is a little bit like, it's a little bit hard. It can be like, where, because um, Virgo is a very service energy anyway. And then adding investor, it means I'm really dedicated to this. I'm really kind of a little bit like focused on the details of it. <laughs> Why? Which do we need to do? But it just a little bit tight makes my shoulders go up as you can see. What <laughs> you're right down into being really dedicated to this. Yeah. Um, now, if we think about that in a little bit more of a broader term, where is it that we're in our lives that we're really down in the details, really over-focused on something, or we're really dedicated to the point that I'm, I'm, I'm now nitpicky and critical, or where am I over-focused, right? I'm down to in the deep level, right? So karma breaker, Astria comes in and says, I'm shifting everything to do with structures, right? Or to do with um, hierarchies, or will we build like big kind of institution kind of things? And the sun illuminating this Taurus is I'm, I'm illuminating the foundations of all of this. So look at places where we've got like big constructions, um, a lot of patterns and the senses of that we're servicing you. And this takes us to government. Mm, or right? banking systems or banking systems yeah. right or corporate big corporates yeah. exactly right this may not happen in the next two weeks but for sure the consciousness at a full moon scorpio which is about letting go not holding on releasing cycles coming to end and rebirthing yeah. This, for me, signals the beginning of the end, if it wasn't finishing already. Now, if you go to the news in Spain, which I, I only do for the, to look at what are the astrological themes. I do it for like a, a bit of a fun game. Right? Or this is happening because this is there and this is there, and so it's pushing that. I see that the biggest bank in Spain is letting go of thousands of people. The second biggest bank, even more. So the firing of people from the, our biggest banks is happening now. So they're really they, on time. <laughs> we're really on time. <laughs> right? Now, shaky ground for governments already, right? Already governments are in a lot of problem because all of this capitalist thing that we started with 40 years ago in the 80s or the end of the 70s was the promised way out if you work hard very earth energy you'll get rewards very earth energy as well didn't happen right in fact you know it's going the opposite right you look at america for example they're told that there's no inflation which if you tell American there's no inflation, they think you're lying because the, the price that they paid for a meal last year and they're paying for a meal in a restaurant this year is not the same, right? So the whole thing is really just coming to <laughs> is an unworkable problem. The virus has unleashed all of that. The, the governments cannot solve your problems, right? The, mm -hmm. the dedication to us as a big institution to you cannot solve the problem. <laughs> In fact, if anything, I've seen it make more. So 
So here the, the I, don't, I think we'll always have some government system or some leadership system in order to make things work. But here are the way that it's been running. I don't see it. I see it quickly collapsing in, in before our eyes as it already is. I mean, it's like these dinosaurs that you get the sensation when the meteor hit and they just sort of wavered from side to side mm -hmm. and did the last like big yell to say before they collapsed to the ground and they were wiped out. This is the feeling that I have with this about big government, big corporation and big institutions rattle in there age of aquarius which doesn't like big things it likes flat structures humanitarian things we're all equalized i see it shifting i see it shifting the other danger is is we go too far around to the flat structure or to the you know we're all in it together so there needs to be balance here from going from what traditionally we would say is right-wing politics to the extreme militant left politics there needs to be some middle ground right i don't think anybody wants to go back well there isn't communism in this world when there's communist governments but do you see chinese living equally I mean, there's some with Louis Vuittons and some that can't eat. So it's not right. So it's not working, right? It's not really yeah. communism. So already we're seeing the collapse in the West. We're seeing the collapse in the East of the communist idea and the capitalist idea. And hopefully somewhere in the middle, we can find something that is new coming through to work that is functional. Saturn in Aquarius gives us easy new transformations in these areas. Beautiful. What I what I feel to say is I feel to speak about um, the whole economic structure because what's for sure not working anymore and like the consciousness of that is is now now grown in many many people is that um, we cannot use Mother Earth anymore and just like slaughter animals and slaughter the planet on all levels and like be greedy and grew ugly with mother earth uh, just for more money for more profit for more yeah for more greed greedy energy and mm. I, I think um, all those um, things the big corporations as well as a lot of governments as well as a lot of um companies as well the very big conglomerates the very big companies and uh, for sure like the whole food industry and the whole um military industry um they're they're like mistreating mother earth and th those structures will need to change that's for sure the case because that's just not working in the aquarian age anymore and people will have to uh, will have to do that this is very clearly the case for me hmm. i think so as well yeah and this beautiful sun vesta austria Austria um trying shows that on a, on a very beautiful level on the sky for us to see okay and i'm i'm i don't know if it will happen like the big bang this in the next two weeks but in the next two weeks i'm pretty sure there will be a collapse on the on the um, what's the name where they have like 
in New York and in oh, stock markets. Thank you. Yes. Yes. That. Yes. I'm sure you will see it in the next two weeks. Uh, so right. That, that, that for sure. Yeah. And then you look at what like all the tangibles, which is money becoming intangible. Yeah. As we talked about that's Bitcoin, right? Which yeah. is a which is a currency that governments can't control. So there you go. Smart. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Very beautiful. I so, think so. In some a lot, ways. So, <laughs> well, it's it's no, not beautiful, but it's others. inevitable. So yeah. what, do we do? Right. what we do here with you is we give you some um, support for that time. And the support that I'm having is I'm having a, a choral uh, transmission from uh, a bigger choral piece that I had in my hand yesterday. And I have a rose quartz transmission for you guys. So for anyone who feels to take um, the crystal transmission of this week, please close your eyes, take a deep inhale. And exhale. And come with all your awareness to your heart space and feel, see, or imagine a ball of light gathering in your heart. And send out an invitation to the future, as well as the past, into all timelines, all dimensions, all frequencies, all incarnations, all ancestral lines, and all hidden spots that we currently don't see. And invite all awareness that is somewhere hidden in the future, in the past, into the now moment, into your heart. and use your ball of light in your heart and connect to the higher realms that you feel guided towards. Uh, for me, that's source energy, central sun. With the exhale, please connect with your ball of light through your inner ray of light with the core of Mother Earth. Inhale again. Exhale again. And with the next inhale, please come into your heart. And we're connecting all the hearts together. So they're beating as one in the now moment. And around all those hearts, we're building a Merkaba of light, which is held by Mother Earth and the cosmos. And the first transmission is a transmission from a coral to ease the Mars energy on your physical body. And this coral transmission is having kind of a, it's like a camouflage energy. It, what it does is like it's working in your auric field in the ether body where your organs and your your the, the, the DNA, the, the, the data of your physical body is stored. And there it does like it's like camouflaging around this this auric field in order to have not as much impact um, from the Mars energy on your physical body because it cannot land on the etheric body. That's how it looks like to me. 
And for everyone, like it's like easing it out. It looks like waterish. It's like not as direct anymore as um, it would be. And for everybody who feels guided towards um, this transmission from this coral piece, um, you may give your internal or okay to receive that. Inhale, please. And exhale. And the next energy is coming from a rose quartz piece. And it is um, for your heart um, area, for your heart chakra to be very precise. And in the heart chakra, there is a connection between your heart chakra and your physical heart. And this um, energy is for the connection bet between the chakra and the physical heart. And it allows you to link up to um, the Venus energy indirect in order to receive the higher um, frequencies of higher love from this Venus. There's kind of a gate open. It looks like a gate. And it's like th th this um, transmission allows you to link into this, this Venus gate energy in order to have that on your physical body and your physical heart in order to have a like it seems like it's calming your whole physical body down it's like re relaxing the physical body that's how it looks like to me and for everyone who feels guided towards this rose quartz venus energy between the heart the physical heart and the heart chakra may give um, his or her internal okay to receive that everyone that feels guided towards leaving excessive energy here in this room or anything that no longer serves your highest purpose in every dimension every frequency every incarnation every ancestor line or realm you may give your internal okay to leave everything that no longer serves your highest destiny in this room 
And please let it be cleaned up. And the space that is now available, please fill up with new transmuted energy from source. Thank you very much. And we're closing the Merkaba and we're releasing the hearts and I leave all the energy that was flowing through me um, into Mother Earth. Inhale deeply and exhale. And I feel to speak about a Taurian mantra that you may use for this time. I am self-reliant. I love myself as I am. I use my talents to survive. That's it. <laughs> End of the transmission. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Thank you for listening. If you liked our podcast, we're back next week. And uh, we have a lot more of Vision And... Apart from that, we love you very much. Thanks for the feedbacks that you guys are giving us and have a beautiful week. Bye. Lovely having you with us at Ali Talks. Would you like to know more about empowered spirituality, whether in business or for your personal life? Then visit us at ali.vision or write us an email at contact at ali.vision.